Chapter 27 The Gap Out of Suffering's Trap What is this, a test? Nope, just do your best, said Bolin Yuktiku. Then what? Only a few strides left, he winked. To where? It'll take nine strides, and then you'll discover the medicine wheel's secret powers. You are walking along the journey to manhood, and right now, we are constructing the four sides of a sacred tower. Think of it as a pyramid or a temple. Some call it a stupa or a chapel. And so you have arrived right here with me, as I will teach you how this shrine should be assembled, he said. Nine strides, huh? A stride at a time, and only a few strides left. We've examined the body, mind, and ego. And now that boyhood has died, this is a man's quest that must be addressed. Don't think of the underworld as if it's filled with demons or devils, because that assumption isn't quite fair. My father's domain is there, and even though we appear to some as familiar foes, we are the ones pointing to the truth. And for those who can't see properly, then I wonder if their reality is connected to grasping and attaching rather than surrendering and letting go. Let go, let go, let go. All because it's the only way the body, mind, and ego can descend far below. Why don't you recognize me, old friend? We started on this path together. Through one body and into a cat's form. Why, I'm your friend who brought you into this endeavor, said the cat. I looked into his greenish-yellow eyes when a vision of a white woman came. This was Amokli's friend at the very bottom of the order, and for a moment, I swear I saw Jane. Then I blinked, and all I saw was this mysterious black cat. My mind seemed to be playing tricks on me again, and what was that? You must forgive me because I see delusions. I get trapped in the maze of the mind. I may be willing to explore the depths of the mental, physical, and ego realms, but my brain has cracked and it no longer operates the same way it was once designed. I too am broken, but don't you recognize my chipped tooth? For only the wounded healers have the ability to correctly perceive God's truth. Release it all, and so it all comes right back. When we cling, we constrict, and this attachment guides us off track. Give up who you think you are. We already are what we've come to be. And this journey from boyhood to the mature man requires us to die to the attachments we hold and grasp so tightly. The battle is a fight for our highest potential. And this wisdom is something that all can know. God is the source woven through all form. And so we are these precious strands of a spiritual soul that lives to multiply and grow. Here we are in between on earth, the bardo in the very middle halfway between that which is above and below, and yet each life on earth seems to be in quite the pickle. You see, the world is guided by cosmic forces, and here on this planet we are turning a great bend, a lot like a rite of passage, and so this is the way that boys become men," said the black cat. The pinnacle of manhood. I once heard the intuition speak of a journey to build a pyramid with four sides. I saw a picture preserved upon a cave, where a ritual revealed how the boy within must die. 
and this death is a welcome release. It is a gateway to the levels outside and within. The body, mind, and ego have been surpassed, and now the construction of the honorable man can begin. First you must know where to build it, for we set the foundation upon Pachimama, and so the way you've been tuning into her is through the herb called marijuana. A toke of smoke brings her presence into your breath. There her wisdom rests. But don't cling or hold on as she fades. When you toke, you are in between realms, and in time, the body, mind, and ego will reset. Now the cannabis makes us curious. It's like a magnifying lens toward whatever we look at. If we focus on prayer, meditation, chanting, yoga, and breathing while inhaling the smoke, we'll find that we unite with our higher self and heal where we lack. But if we focus on memes, social applications, YouTube videos, or other distractions, then we are deluded and get lost in empty space. We may think it's so funny to watch movies, but this use of the smoke actually misaligns us in terms of our spiritual space. Be curious as to where our awareness goes. The correct use of the cannabis smoke comes when we reconnect with the land, forests, and seas. If we use it for contemplation and realization, then this smoke can help us get out of old patterns and break free. I myself am of the smoking type, for I am aligned with natural remedies, often for the sake of dissolving the body, mind, and ego. We can undergo a spiritual shift, but it comes at the risk of losing track of events, timing, and even memories. Notice how the mental, physical, ego, and emotional layers will react to a toke of her smoke. And so we should align with the deepest parts of who Pachimama is. This is how you discovered your intuition, and this inner whisper is the direction that guides the great beings on how to live. Some beings find this wisdom naturally, but it looks like you needed a little help. The point is not to depend or crave Pachimama's smoke, but rather to use it as an offering where we can cultivate compassion through the deep contemplations we invoke. In time you will connect naturally, and so all of your actions will come to honor the land. This journey will be a great teaching in which you will pass on to share to your fellow women and man," said the cat. And how will we pass this along? For your words are like a fire in a dark night. You illuminate my soul, and there within I feel a light burning bright. Wheels are turning, and this often appears as a surplus of worldly fears. First the order must slow down to a stop, and then I'll lead you to the medicine wheel where we will switch gears. For the gears are cosmic machinery, and it's like a train rerouting on the right track. If we miss this chance to reset the Earth's path, the world will continue on its way and we will run off the tracks. Then the humans could go extinct. This then becomes the point of no return, where we cannot go back," said the black cat. Then where must I go? I think you know. Go into the great order. Go be one with the people and join in what they do. I want you to be a very keen observer and participate in the same worldly endeavor that the average citizens go through. Remember I can hear what you are thinking, since your soul is like an antenna from within. I am that ray of life from the morning star, 
and I will catch all of your thoughts from whatever you do, experience, and think. Many humans have forgotten about this spiritual source, and so I will guide your instinct to become like a blade that cuts at the human ego. This means anyone you meet will have access to me, and this connection will serve as an offering to help others let go. The point is not to convert people or to beg them for their money or time, but rather you must enter into the great order and gain a great understanding of how the world works while we use your body to see, feel, and find. By doing this observation, we will find clues, and this will reveal how the next few strides can be taken. For you are no longer a boy, and so this great pyramid of manhood is now in the making, he said. Groundbreaking. And since the next stride is so near, I will surrender all my fear, since I'm aware that you are an ancestral seer. And as I'm still learning about this world, then we are here to examine how it fell apart. But I must ask, how did the universe start? Shiva is like a great river, and we were pulled into her, him, and it. I was there when it had no beginning, and it was through this spaciousness that created life's magic. Could you believe that? Just give us space and let it settle. And there I came to sit, watch, and observe without judging. I waited for millennia before the season started shifting. And do you remember the gap I spoke of? Well, I sat in that gap and watched a pattern arise where I named it existence. It is quite the effort to wait and hold space in the start, but it's worth it to avoid the suffering that comes from attaching's persistence. To let go and release, that is the place I observe and watch. It is the space in the moment where one might say, ah, so, and there I hold the blade to cut through in the places where the world must stop, he said. At that moment, the cat opened its mouth. Coming out of his mouth was a flaming sword in which he came to rule with an iron scepter. The sword is our passage through the mental gap, and so that's where our awareness has to aim. When you feel strong emotions arise, grab hold of this sword, cut through the thought, then watch how we have the ability to reframe. Reframe who you are, reframe what you think you know, reframe the awareness to see how the universe actually works, where all things blossom, bloom, and grow. There's a blossoming midway between human life, and so we should make use of our time as men before death's final winter. Since all worldly phenomena falls into this pattern, it rotates around the spiritual center. Have you seen a lotus or any flower with petals? The stunning geometry is a pattern when the blossoming potential enters into the spiritual levels. Each form expresses this as an offering. This is an opening out to the world. We only have so much time before our form diminishes, and in time, everything we see will die before the spirit returns. This life is the turning wheel, and in between experience with an awakening at stake. Think of yourself as a protector resting upon your casket before going back into battle to defend our holy estate. Death of this body is not your end, for there is a great change that can also be adorned. Discover that gap within the mind space, for this is death to the cycle of suffering where pure potential is transformed. 
That gap is between the emotions you feel and the grasping at desired outcomes in the mental space. We find that humans seek preferences and control in regards to daily matters, and this creates a certain cycle of suffering that the individual cannot escape. The gap is found after a feeling or sensation arises. There we can pause before we grasp at our personal desires. And if we learn to rest in this gap, we can avoid the egos attaching where suffering transpires. This gap is always there, but it gets missed when we're absorbed in the never-ending thought. We must look at the mind with total openness rather than succumb to doubt and control because this is where the mind gets caught. Observe how the ego and mind seeks to grasp. Here we notice how the I wishes it will be okay. The gap is there when we notice stillness in between any moment to have a fresh experience, and this is when the sword cuts our attachments away. How often are we wondering about one's own safety? We wonder if the I will be okay, but I'm afraid to admit that the I you think you are is bound to die every single day. At night we pass on, and so the I gets lost as we drift to bed. This detachment from our ego is when we dissolve into a dreamlike state flowing through our heads. And when we awake, we understand that it's the ego's subtle reassurances we are dismantling. Eventually this practice becomes not checking, just being. There we sit in the gap, and so we enter a state of presence, which is open and freeing. Call it a crack in the 12 nidanas, and you can slip through six, seven, or eight. That's where you find the power of nowness, where the spiritual self seeks to relate. Gone beyond the body, we slide through the gap of the mind. There the ego submits to the jaguar awareness, who knows where to look, what to search for, and how to find, he said. Then I will search for this gap in many moments. There I will settle into the nature of who I truly am. For once I was a lost boy, and so I am becoming a man. Ah, so, said Bolan Yuktiku as he pointed to the sky when I watched him cut the celestial plane in half, above and below. There I saw two sides on either side of my staff. Two snakes crawled up this wand, and there they twisted and turned. An energy came rising from within when an inner fire began to burn. Not one more than the other. Earth is the island where the two seas come together. Think of it like light or dark, father or mother, he said. Olin Yuktiku pointed to my heart, which was the place it all starts. This was the place humans had forgotten about, where humanity's purpose had fallen apart. The soul can traverse many spaces, through a body, the gap in the mind, and sometimes even in dreams. But it is up to us to look past our ego to see what the truth of our reality means. Realize how emotional states are energy, yet they are void of form. These sensations are things we feel within, and so that means our inner essence has potential to transform. Intense emotions can be transmuted into a process of spiritual heating, and so this fire can express the energy through the mind. That is precisely when we must find the gap between, and this spaciousness is the awakened nature that any being can find, for we are illumination. Our essence is enlightenment itself. We are the same, and so we are not different 
from anyone else. You spoke of yourself like an antenna and generator, but it is your luminosity that truly matters. Yes, you have an antenna broadcasting a signal, but we are most interested in the radiance that your soul scatters, like a burning star, giving light to all. The act of illumination is all the morning star knows, and so this light reaches ever far. When we sense difficult emotions, we then have a choice as to how we will react. Let go, attach, or grasp. Often it's automatic, but I urge you to look for that spacious gap, said Bolanyuktiku. And this gap, it is something only the awareness can find? Then I must remember how to look for it, and so you're saying it is hidden within my own mind? Until you can find the place in yourself, which can be at peace without having what you desire, then you'll never realize the potential and power of the inner spiritual fire. If we grasp, attach, and cling, we will always be chasing what we believe the ego needs. But only when we let go and find the gap between emotions and grasping, then the soul finds the space where our awareness can be freed. Remember to be aware of this gap. Don't get caught in suffering's trap. Because if you are stuck running on automatic, you'll forget that you are the creator of your life's map. The gap is like a deep breath, and this space exists within every single mind. Realize how the sutra of dependent origination and the story of creation are the same by design. Now the black cat paused when I looked in between the trees and saw the order. That is the way. It is your path forward. In there? But I wouldn't dare. You will if you care, he said. The sun began to set by the marsh, and so I prayed I would find the courage to venture there tomorrow. For some the order was well and dandy, but for animals and others, it pulled us into deep grief, pain, despair, and sorrow. But Bolin Yuktiku, now tell me the truth. Who really are you? The reeds and cattails began to sway when a crocodile's mouth emerged. It opened its jaw right there when I saw it swallow the black cat as the water surged. Bolin Yuktiku! Oh, tell me it's not true. It's true, said Bolin Yuktiku. As my eyes peered through my fingers, the cat had not been swallowed. It was only resting in the crocodile's jaws, and so I realized that Bolin Yuktiku paved a way that this ancient creature had followed. What are you doing? I'm learning to rest in the gap, said the black cat. His tongue appeared as a flaming sword, and now I saw fire burning in his eyes. For surely this cat had been to hell and back, and so this was a cat that would not die. That crocodile's eyes were wide open, and I think it may have winked. Why, yes, I heard the wind coming from the distance when I could hear that crocodile think. The earth is our gateway. It's the place where the ego, mind, and body are called to serve. Tomorrow you'll enter into the great order, and there you'll show us what you observe, said the crocodile. Observe? Of course I wish to serve, but you must explain. If I go back in that order, then this life could end up in a whole lot of pain. Don't worry. I know Father forgiveness, and I promise he's tame. And did I ever tell you about my past life, when the humans called me Jane?" said the black cat. 
I placed my head upon a stone, and there the cat continued to teach. This black cat told me a story called The Lie in Life, and there I understood the answers to many questions that I had come to seek. And how will we know when the medicine wheel has turned and it's all said and done? Darkness will cover the sun, said Bolin Yuktiku.